Okay. Hi, everybody. Hello. We're back. We're back. Back again. This is another raw tidbit. Not from outer space. No, but we're going to um, <laughs> cover some just We're covering shit. space? No, 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 no. Well, that would be weird, you know? I mean, I could mention Cosmo from Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a Russian dog that was left in space. But no. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. We're going to cover... Um, for those of us that, for those of you, not us, whew, I don't like For those listening. of our listeners, thank you. let's be like, all inclusive, shall yes, we? thank you, because I don't like listening to myself. <gasps> I don't. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know, there's something about it. It's, it's really true. I, you know, with what I do, unfortunately, that's one of the things that they do, is they listen to me talk. Um, and one of the things that they try to do is send me an email and say, here, listen to yourself. And I'm like, fuck off! Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to hear it! Well, I mean, for me, like, when I used to work in a call center, they would have, um, like, these little focus session things. Oh, God, I hate the term focus session. Yeah, and then they would... I cringe at the idea of having a meeting. I don't want to have a meeting. Well... No meeting. This was obviously... This was over a decade ago. Mm. And... I think I know the toxic employer you're referring to now. Well, this was before toxicity began. Um, they, my boss, who I love and adore, she's on Facebook, she follows me on Facebook, she's amazing, I'm not going to give her name, but whatever. Yeah, no name drop. Um, <laughs> she would sit there and cut the phone on to hear my voice. Yeah. And I would immediately go, can we just not listen to what I said? Yeah, really. And she goes, why? I said, I don't like hearing myself talk. And she goes... Okay, but no, we can't. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but somehow I've managed to work pop culture references into my phone calls. Well, that's talent. I, I know. But we're it, getting sidetracked. Well, I, I just want to mention the two pop culture references I used, though, and then we'll move forward. Okay. One of them was from The Mandalorian. I actually said to someone, this is the way. Uh-huh. That was recently. And, God, months back when you started reading that, uh, is it Suzanne Collins? Mm-hmm. That's Suzanne Collins' book, uh, the prequel to Hunger Games. Um, I spoke to a guy, uh, and this was relevant because it was also his last name, too, and it was Snow Always Lands on Top. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alrighty. There are moments where I should probably, you know, not do that, but at the same time, I kind of like, well, what happened if I did that? And they did not get the references. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> they were uh, lost. It's, it's typical for me, honestly. I make references, and no one fucking gets it. So, we're gonna do a little bit of stuff right now, um... Before we get into the actual topic... Oh, we, we have um, some... News. Yeah, what? One, Celine's breeding did not take... Um, I thought we'd cover this at some point. If we did, fine, we're just repeating it, but... Yeah. Um, you didn't know th- this, but you actually, on the dry erase board, had a um, schedule mm-hmm. of Celine did this, 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 and this. I only erased it last night. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, because, yeah, I'm trying to close the wound, essentially. Thank you. Yeah. And um, Michael so wonderfully like took down the welting box. And, I know we mentioned that last time. Yeah, but... Because I was looking for some self-adulation. Yeah. You know, there, you know, gratification and whatnot. But, so, you know. yeah, that reading didn't take. We're still kind of in a, well, what now kind of phase. And if you want to help Ashley with her Christmas present, because, believe it or not, she's asked for sperm. That's all we want. <laughs> My, my and not from me. That's the funniest part, in my opinion. No. She wants dog sperm. Yeah, like that's Oops. that's that's basically all I want. My birthday and Christmas, I usually they're, yeah, they're, they're all in the same month. Yeah, they're in the same month, and my birthday is in the beginning of the month. Christmas is at the end of the month, <laughs> and I usually don't like lumping those kinds of presents together. I like to celebrate me and then the baby Jesus. <laughs> 
I mean, eh. Don't want to be considered a gift from God. I get it. I yeah. Get it. I get it. Um, You're not Sir Isaac Newton. I get it. No, I'm not. And <laughs> so, yeah. But this year, I'm kind of like, I want semen. I want dog semen. That's what I want. Um, but And yeah. we have a Patreon, so please help us <laughs> We have a Patreon that I haven't really looked at in a while. Bad oh, name. dear. Whoops. No, all right. No, no, no. no. We, need to, we need to do the audio. Come on. Come what? on. The, the handout. Yeah. Bad Ashley. Bad me. <laughs> um, the other thing is, during this time, I'm kind of in a I don't know what the hell to do. So please be patient with us. If you send me messages on Instagram and then say that you sent me an email two days ago... And I said I got it, but let us give us time to grieve, and then you send me another email. It pisses me off. Like the very next day after, you know, it's it's like it, oh, it was it was less than thirty seconds. What? I, yeah, I said that. I said oh, fuck that. Block their ass. It's just like really. Oh my god. No, no, I'm not kidding. Block them and like just block the email completely. Just you know, you don't you don't need that bullshit in your life. Honestly, they don't deserve one of my puppies. They don't deserve your attention, dear. Um, the other thing is, um, some of you know that are our regular listeners and whatnot that we, which I adore you by the way. Yes, y'all are amazing. Thank you. We took a break from basically and not like a Ross from Friends break. No, <laughs> we, we, we where we end up sleeping with different partners. No, we we took a break from like due to medical reasons. Yeah, for me. Um, because I came down with Coxsackie virus, and then I ended up getting scar tissue on my vocal cords, which... Which, by the way, the Coxsackie virus is something that can be obtained by interacting with uh, small children who have it, which, by the way, it's also called the hand, foot, and mouth disease, so fun fact. Yep, and my ENT has told me multiple times that the only way that I contracted it is by interacting with children under the age of six. So, have fun. <laughs> New catchphrase. Bathe your kids. <laughs> Isolate your children if they're fucking sick. <laughs> now, well, not only that, just bathe them. Sanitize them. I mean, I mean... Take them we, to the doctor? We know kids get messy. I was a kid once. I still get messy. Just this past weekend, we were at uh, Leak's Mill. We took photos. My jeans got dirty. Yeah. And I got a fat lip from Celine. <laughs> but, I mean, Undeserved for once. So, with that, I was still having some voice complications. Yeah. And I went to the ENT last week. Actually, Friday. This past Friday. Even though this is going to come out... Uh, actually, this will come out a week after the appointment, but... Yeah, what's funny about this is I, you know, don't know when these drop. And when they do, I'm like... <laughs> oh, I, I, I usually have to recover. That's what's funny. I was like, shit! This is on Facebook now. Now i got to put it on Twitter. And I, just, I feel like I'm always behind the, the, the eight ball, as it were. Yeah, but, well, you know. um, I got a diagnosis of um, muscle tension dysphonia, which is basically vocal fatigue. But in a, not a, oh my god, my voice is so tired. No, it's a, <laughs> it's a, I think I broke Michael just now. That's <laughs> funny as shit, I'm sorry. I, I had another joke I was, you know, kind of putting together, but then you do, oh my god, my voice is so tired, and I was done. Um, but, no. Jocelyn! <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers. When don't we watch Bob's Burgers? That's, a, that's like your go-to thing to hear in the background when you're trying to sleep. That makes me happy. Whereas I could just put Top Gear on and be happy. Um, but that means that the muscles in and around my throat and vocal cords and all that stuff are just constantly tense. 
and it causes immense pain in my vocal cords. So For the record, it is not tense because of sh- her yelling at me. No, it's just... Alone. <laughs> <laughs> the kids also contribute, and the cats. But that's not, not... just me. The ultimate cause of it was the fact that I was coughing so much that I was coughing up blood and losing control of my bodily functions. I'll leave it at that. And it just stretched and tensed out my vocal cords to the point where my voice literally does not know how to operate in the same way that it used to. So and I, I will be calling doctors that will be able to help with the therapy and all of that stuff, the actual physical therapy um, this upcoming week. Uh, yeah, so yeah, actually, that's, that's where we are. And yeah. for those of you that, that have stuck it out and all of that, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank we you. We appreciate the loyalty very much. Yes. Very much. And if you feel free, if you are amused by our little ramblings and whatnot, feel free to let your friends know. Rate, review, subscribe, share. Um, word it of does mouth help. Is always a good thing as Eleven jumps on the table. Yeah, please. I mean, Eleven is now claiming the computer as her own. This is my friend. Um, so These today's are cones topic. are my friends. Yes, there are cones on the table. We're, we're practicing AKC virtual ra- rally. Ashley's stuff. practicing. I am, yeah. Ashley's practicing. Yeah. Um, but She's t- also practicing and yelling at me saying, Put that sign back up! <laughs> hey... <laughs> The sign fell down. It's flat. I can't see it. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> okay. So we're, we're going to dive into our topic now that we're about 10 minutes in. Oh, really? Has it been yeah. 10 minutes already? Yeah. Wow. We covered a lot of ground in 10 minutes. So today's topic for this raw tidbit is probably going to be one that pisses off a lot of people. Uh-oh. Trigger warning. Um, and... My stance is probably going to piss off people. But again, raw tidbits are generally free-form opinions that Michael and I have or that we want to talk about. And are not the opinions of anyone else except for us. And they are not generally researched. step on the painting. Mommy made that with wine. I don't care what it tastes like. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, You told me. I'm going to rhyme with the joke. I've already said it was made out of rosé earlier. In our... Cutting room floor stuff. <laughs> Call back to Hannah Williams, Rose all day. <laughs> um, but I don't drink wine. I can't anymore. So thanks for that. What? I didn't actually. I don't drink wine. I know, but I am not allowed. No, you're not. So yeah, that's part of the whole recovery process. Is yeah. No alcohol, no no wine, no carbonated beverages. No caffeine. Have to have the phone on. um, Speaker phone. phone, Nothing close to the ear. Um, What else? What am I forgetting? Uh, No, the no caffeine bit, which is. I already said that. Fun. The um, I'm not allowed to shout or yell or not supposed to. No singing, probably either. Uh, Fuck it. (laughs) Um, On your throat, be it. I guess. Whatever. But our topic today... Finally. Finally. Sorry, it's my fault. Is cropping and docking. This has something to do with the dog's ears. Ears yes? and tails. So cropping is done on the ears. Uh-huh. Docking is done on the tails. You do not crop a dog's tail. You do not dock a dog's ears. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there, like... Am I thinking of the Doberman, where you, you sometimes see them with, like, the little, little tape around the ears? Yeah, we're going to get into that in a minute. So, so so I am on topic, then. Yeah, you are. Holy fuck. So, docking, I knew more than I thought I did. 
docking is done generally a whole lot earlier in a puppy's life than cropping. Docking is done when they are still neonates, meaning their eyes haven't opened and they're less than a week old. And uh, cropping is usually done when they are at least seven weeks old, depending on the breed and depending on the preferred ear shape. Each breed standard has a preferred ear shape. And there are breeds that you would not expect have cropped ears or traditionally have cropped ears. And you would never know it. One of them being the Briard. The Briard is supposed to be a cropped breed. Um, the whole point of cropping and docking is for traditional point and purpose. Great Danes were boarhounds and they were running through the German forests. They're not Danish. They were running through the forests. And it was easier to crop their ears so their ears didn't get bloody and battered and bruised and covered in their own drool while they're hunting. Yeah, from running and stuff. So it, cropping prevents injury in doing what the dog is bred to do. Docking does the same thing. Because in a lot of breeds like Boxers and Doberman, they are docked at a very short length. Mm-hmm. Usually about three vertebrae. Mm-hmm. And it's to prevent the dog from getting injured because Dobermans have ridiculously long natural tails. Um, Other terrier breeds, it's the same thing. It's Mm. so that there's less room for injury. Yeah. Now, in the UK, EU, and some other countries like Australia and New Zealand, I think those are the main ones, cropping and docking have been banned. Because they consider it to be abusive. Here's where I'm going to get on the nerves of our European listeners. And I'm sorry, but the government does not belong inside of a woman's body. And the government does not belong inside of a dog's body. Unless it is something that is truly negligent and abusive. Cropping is done while a puppy is under general anesthesia, docking is done when they can't when their pain receptors are not fully developed. So, it is not abusive. It does not happen while especially cropping while the puppy is awake. They do not feel it. They are given pain relievers afterwards and this is the support structure that you're talking about yeah. is they are given supports that while they are still, while the skin is still healing, they will literally put a styrofoam cup on the dog's head and tape them up so that the puppy does not feel the pain and the puppy does not injure themselves and cannot pop the sutures out. It's very true. I've actually seen this at dog shows where um, the dog's ears look like they've been completely mummified in medical tape. Yeah. And, it's, and the dog's just walking around happy as you please. Yeah, they have no, no problems, idea. No issues. Yeah. And I feel funny, but I don't care. You know, yeah. it's essentially the dog's mentality. And it happens in American Pitbull Terriers, Amstaffs, and other breeds where the the actual shape of the crop is shorter. Mm-hmm. They don't use a lot of, um, like, posting is what the term is called. They don't use a lot of posting. They'll do... The initial for the healing, and because of the length is so short, mm-hmm. 
that the ears will just kind of stay that way. So essentially, do they put like, because I mentioned support, they put like kind of like popsicle sticks or something inside there to support the ear <laughs> and keep it from moving kind of like a splint? Or... So it's not a popsicle stick because that would actually cause pain. Okay, fine. Tongue depressor, I guess. I don't no, know. I'm, no. trying, I'm trying to think of the right term, but that's the only one that came up with my So head. depending on the breed, the actual tool that some breeds will use are tampons. Because think about it, they're soft they're and squishy. They're very absorbent in regards to blood, yeah. But at that point, when they need the posts mm-hmm. that are inside of the ear, and then there's a um, hard thing that's in the middle yeah. that keeps the dog's ears up, Yeah. the puppies are fully healed. Yeah. And they need something that is not going to irritate the ear canal or actually irritate the ear leather, which is the actual flap of the ear. And... So, it's... Yeah, I'm, I check on them. Okay. They're fine. We're hearing dogs squeaking, and for some reason, they're just like, hey, we want to be in on the well, conversation. Well, you know why they're... Well, yeah, I mean, because we're talking, basically. Yeah. I mean, do you want me to go check on them? No, we're fine. Okay. So, the whole, the whole point of posting and the cropping procedure and all of that is designed to be comfortable mm-hmm. for... The dog and provide them less pain. Yeah. And there have been research studies, especially in certain working breeds that produce a lot of drool, mm-hmm. that a cropped ear causes less ear infections than a natural ear. Especially in the Great Dane, the Neapolitan Mastiff, some boxers, um, Dobermans, not so much, um, but in, in breeds that produce a lot of drool yeah. that were traditionally cropped. It still has a point and purpose today, and that's that's my biggest thing, is there are moments where it does make sense to crop. Yeah. Um, Especially for the, the, it's either do that or have to succumb to the weight of the vet bills that are involved mm-hmm. with the various ear infections that you just described. So, yeah, and yeah. ear infections... And most adult dogs and humans and children hurt like hell. Mm-hmm. So if you can avoid that by a simple cropping procedure that you don't pay for, because by the time you get the puppy, the crop has already been done, and the breeder will tell you exactly how to take care of them, go for it. As someone who has had a self-inflicted ear infection, I can relate to its pain and severeness. Yeah, it so hurts. It's, it's no. Yeah, it's no it, picnic. it really does hurt. Because that's where your equilibrium is. It throws shit off. Mm-hmm. It's painful. But with with dogs, we, we also have to keep remembering. These procedures are done when they are puppies. Mm-hmm. They are never done as adults. Mm-hmm. They are never done while they are awake and can feel the pain. What's funny is usually it's the only the individuals that are unaware... Mm-hmm. Of the the purpose of this that are usually raising the alarm regarding it. Yeah, and it's to be frank, it's animal rights activists who have no idea what's going on and don't understand what it means. Kind of like the one named after a male um, Hunger Games character. Peta. <laughs> I was trying to be subtle, no, but okay. <laughs> no, they're they're assholes. Okay, fair enough. Um, they, yeah, we flick them off whenever we're near their building. By the way. 
Yeah, their headquarters is in Norfolk, Virginia. Go to go to Dumars and then go over to. Oh my God, Dumars. Yummy, yummy. Um, oh my God, go there. Go to Dumars. Your... We don't get anything from God, the endorsement. That that'd be nice. <sighs> Ship us burgers. I'll be happy. <laughs> Please, but go to Dumars. Yes. Turn around. Go about mm, five minutes in a different direction. Go park in their parking lot and enjoy a nice, yummy, yummy, yummy Dumars burger or barbecue sandwich. With a limeade. With a limeade and a chocolate milkshake. milkshake. Yeah, or both. In the PETA parking lot and just giggle. It's fun. I used to do it all the time in college. What? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Keep it, going. It, it, it seriously was a thing. But back to the whole point. Yeah. The cropping and docking ban started from animal rights activists who didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. Now, I will go ahead and tell you there is one instance of cropping that is cruel and is bullshit and thankfully doesn't happen anymore because people have realized that it's cruel and it's bullshit. It is something called tipping. It is done traditionally in English foxhound packs. And it's where they will take the dog, usually after they have started hunting, meaning they are over a year old. Uh-huh. And if their ears are too long, they will just chop the tip of the ear off. You realize this opens the door for me to make an archer reference here, right? Yes, just the tip. Just the tip, yeah. <laughs> but that procedure is incredibly painful. Yeah. And it is totally different than a crop. Ear tipping or ear rounding is not the same as a professionally done crop. And all of this I am saying is professionally done, meaning done by vets. Right. With a license to do veterinary medicine. What's funny is I actually learned recently, doesn't it take more to be a vet Mm -hmm. than it does to be a human doctor? Yes. That is what I think. That's interesting. That's why I just said that. Because that's, that's. So these people who have trained and you see are in the scrubs and are actually at the vets know what the fuck they're doing. They had to do a lot of school and a lot of work in order to get there. Yes. Respect the vets. And those that perform cropping procedures on their own without the assistance of a licensed vet and docking procedures on their own, I do not support. No. Clearly not. And I understand some people may think that it's okay, especially on the tail docking front, to band a puppy's tail and wait for the blood supply to just make it drop off. Ew. Yeah. It's disgusting. So... I know that we've been talking basically about cropping for the most part. And to be frank, when you crop, it's nine times out of ten, it's going to be done by a licensed vet. Yeah. And only the shitty, usually, and I hate to say this, but bully breeds like Amstaffs, American Pit Bull Terriers, um, American Bullies, and those mixes mm-hmm. also known as bully breed mixes those are the ones that are going to be doing cropping at home yep. most of the other breeds and breeders of those breeds they go to a licensed vet mm. 
um, because it is against the law to perform in many, many, many states. It's against the law to perform that extensive of a medical procedure Mm -hmm. without a licensed vet being present. Yeah. Now, docking. Yeah. Docking can be done in a variety of ways. The best and most pain-free for the dog, even as a neonate puppy, is to take it to the vet, have the pet, have the vet put some local anesthesia into the tail, feel the number of vertebrae, and then they will put like a tourniquet on there to stem blood flow and all of that, mm-hmm. and then trim from that area, suture it up, and yeah. be done. Yeah. That is the best way because it causes the least amount of pain and it's done safely and it's quick done whatever yeah and it will heal relatively quick they may not even have to put sutures in it depending on the breed they can Mm -hmm. probably just use skin glue and all that stuff right and be done other breeders have other ways of doing it and since it's done as a neonate some view that they can do it at home Mm -hmm. and can dock at home make their own tourniquet and cut, but you have to make sure that you are feeling the right vertebrae and not try and cut between and actually cut off part of the vertebrae. It has to be in the vertebral space. Mm -hmm. Same thing with doing a band. When you're banding, you have to be exactly sure. Banding is disgusting in my opinion. If you were going to band tails, you need to get out of that breed because it's painful for the puppies as they get older. Band tail. Is that like taking a rubber band and, and, and tying mm-hmm. it so tight that you cut off the blood circulation? Yeah. It's kind of like what some people do with skin tags? Um, yes. I was also going to equate it to some cattle farmers who band testicles as a way of making them into a steer. <sighs> yeah. As a male, that sounds absolutely horrible. And the same risks that go along with banding steer, like banding bulls and turning them into steers, Mm -hmm. is the same risks that you can get when you band puppy tails. Yeah. Meaning they can get gangrene. Right. Not fun. And quite frankly, at that young age, you will probably lose the puppy. Heaven forbid. So it is safer. Yes, it's a bit more expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you build up a relationship with a vet, yeah, that's the key point, is a building up that relationship vet, yeah. with a vet and make them realize that you know what's going on, you understand the risks, and they are willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. So, docking, there is more and more evidence that has come out that breeds that are traditionally docked should remain so unless they are going to be doing some sort of sport like agility where they need to use their tail for balance and mobility and things like that. The reason being is that some of these tails have been developed over centuries to be docked Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, one, they don't know how long they're supposed to be. Right. They don't know how thick they are mm-hmm. from the base to the actual tip of the tail. Right. They don't know what angle the tail is actually going to go in when when they actually grow out. And it can be just run the gambit. Some, some breeds are actually going more natural. Mm-hmm. And those are generally the breeds that have, and you'll see it, they're the breeds that have a lot of fur on their tails because the ones that don't end up getting a condition called happy tail. Oh, dear. We have had a couple dogs with oh happy tail. Oh, dear, the mess. Hamilton's, mm. per the breed standard, says that the tail should be wide at the base and then narrows at the tip and narrows to the tip. Which means that the wonderful white tip of a Hamilton's tail can get extremely bloody if they are around the house whacking their tail up against shit. Which um, Alice unfortunately did. Yep, Alice it did. Honestly, looked like one of those um, crime scenes you mm-hmm. see on uh, the the crime investigation shows. Just throw a rock in any direction, and you'll you'll get close to what it essentially looked like. I mean, we spent. I mean, we, at that time, we got off around 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I don't think we were done until about 9. Our evening was basically that, and that's yeah. it. It, we it got, was that labor-intensive. Yeah, we got really good at cleaning up blood, and that sounds horrible. It really does, honestly. But that is what happy tail is, because there's a lot of blood vessels in the tail. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are going to be breeds that have never been traditionally docked where you're going to have happy tail issues. Mm-hmm. Hamiltons, Greyhounds, Great Danes are ridiculously prone to it. Hmm. Like, especially great, like, Sighthounds and Great Danes in particular because their tail is just so thin. There's no, there's no true hair to block it and things like that. That it's getting to the point where it's becoming a norm at some point to see if you see a retired racing Greyhound that they may have part of their tail amputated. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because of the fact that the happy tail is just splaying blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that part of the tail will become necrotic. Oh. And you, you have to amputate at that point. <laughs> Sorry, you said necrosis. All I can think of is a certain politician's hand. Go on, keep going. Um, <laughs> but that is what is starting to happen in certain breeds that have we've seen mm-hmm. that used to be docked. And are now not docked and don't have a lot of hair covering them. Mm-hmm. Like Doberman, Boxers, German Short Hair Pointers, Weimaraners, Vishla. Uh, basically, if their tail was docked for a purpose yeah. and they don't have a lot of hair, they're wagging that tail into everything and it's bloody as hell. Um, some breeds that look gorgeous with a natural tail. Mm hmm. Welsh Springer Spaniels, it's almost becoming rare to see a docked Welsh Springer Spaniel now. Right. Uh, Clumber Spaniels, their tail is gorgeous. Again, because it has a little area that you can almost visually tell where the dock would have happened. Right. But they have this beautiful feathering that is sculpted and lovely. And um, Australian Shepherds with a natural tail is gorgeous because it's just this big old puff ball. <laughs> Um, what other breeds? Field spaniels look freaky with a natural tail because they don't they don't have enough coat and enough feathering. It's not thick enough. 
Yeah. So it just looks like this scraggly, feathery, mildly weird thing. So the U.S. breeders are, are still docking, thank God. Hmm. Um, American cockers don't look good with a natural tail. They're, they're probably ones that will probably end up needing to be docked um, later in life. And when you are docking and performing an amputation, there is a recovery time. It is not an easy recovery time. We should know we've dealt with it twice. Yeah. It is painful for the dog, a whole hell of a lot painful than if the dog had been docked as a neonate. Mm-hmm. It, that's just how it is. Yeah. And with with docking, mm-hmm. huh. with docking, like we have, we have two dogs in the house that have docked tails, mm-hmm. Kemper and Penny. Yeah. And. Penny is a Teddy Roosevelt Terrier who is crying right now for some strange reason. Do you want me to go look in on it? Yeah, go check on her. Okay. Okay, so we had to let Penny out. Sorry for the break there. This um, is probably the most interrupted episode we've ever recorded on this podcast. <laughs> this is why we usually record late after they've all eaten. Yeah, but with my voice, I, you know. Well, you yeah. Needs must, as the saying goes. So you're going to hear Penny... She's going all over the place. ...running around in the house. But we do have two docked dogs in this house. Penny's one of them. Penny's one of them. Kemper's the other. Kemper's the other. Do either one of them show any ill effects from their docking procedure? Nope. Not really. Nope, not at all. Um, Raven... So Alice had to have part of her tail amputated... Because of Happy Tail, and it turned necrotic. Yeah. Raven had to have part of her tail amputated because, I don't know what possessed her to do this, but she decided that chewing her tail while she was in season would be a grand old idea, and that turned necrotic too. So, um, they, both of those girls had their tails amputated. Um, Alice's recovery took a hell of a lot longer than Raven's did. Because we fought a long and hard battle with Happy Tail. And it meant that the surgeon had a, had a tough time. Penny. The surgeon had a tough time finding the right margins and making sure. And to those of you that have met Alice or knew her in any way, shape, or form. She never did anything easy. God, no. And that happy tail battle started from day one (laughs) that I got her. Day one, minute one. And then it continued on until it went, her tail went necrotic. So that was a good seven year battle. Mm Mm-hmm. Ravens went quick, and that recovery was very, 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 very easy. Do you think age of the dog had something to do with it, or no? Um, I don't know if it was age. I think it was the length of the illness that took place. Hmm. Um. But have has Raven had a problem since? No. Not really, no. With happy tail and breeds that were traditionally docked, what is advised... 
is a little bit more extreme than what we did, which was just take off the affected area. In certain breeds like Doberman and Boxers and some of the sporting breeds that are pointers that have it, the recommended length is to take it back to where it was traditionally docked, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit more painful. And the dogs are used to using their tail and certain muscles around that tail. And it's a little bit difficult. And a lot of breeders, especially in the UK, and some of which in the EU that want to do dual purpose work with their dogs and go out into the field and go into the show ring are saying that it's next to impossible because if they're, especially like the German short hair pointer, mm-hmm. they were bred to be a versatile dog and right. flush birds as well as retrieve them and all of that and point them. But it's tough to do that mm-hmm. when you have a tail that gets just trashed as hell mm-hmm. during flushing the bird and then it's painful as hell for them to go into the water to retrieve said bird mm-hmm. and so they're saying well w- what can we do yeah and the kennel club's response to that meaning the uk kennel club right their response to that is you can have one or the other you can dock for sport purposes only, mm-hmm. but you can never enter a show ring. Yeah. It's a hell of a choice. It especially is a hell for of a, choice. a dog that uh, does multiple multiple yeah. things. So, yeah. And that they're designed to be dual purpose. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm not sure of the EU laws, but to me, I am for. Breeders making the choice that they want and the owners making the choice that they want. Right. If the owner is well informed and wants to keep their tail natural for their particular dog, Mm -hmm. they need to coordinate it with the breeder because usually that decision is made when the puppies are less than five days old. Mm -hmm. For cropping, they have a little bit more time because they can't do that until... Puppies years are about seven, seven to nine weeks are usually the best times, especially for a longer, a longer crop. I've heard of some of the bully breeds that are traditionally cropped waiting until about four months. That's pushing it, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because the pain receptors and all that stuff, the puppies will definitely feel it a bit more. Um, so with that, am I in support of cropping and docking? Yes. Right. I am, because I feel that it's paramount that us as dog owners and dog lovers be allowed to perform those procedures under veterinary guidance. And supervision. And supervision, that they're the ones performing it, not us. Right. To prevent injury and to keep the traditional look of said breed. I mean, and the fact that it's a proactive measure, I think, is it can't be undersold. Yeah. Um, I mean, to prevent, because, like I said, I had an ear infection I brought on myself. It hurt like a motherfucker. And so. To, yeah. And to any parents who have had children that have had multiple ear infections and needed to have tubes placed in their ears, mm-hmm. imagine doing that to a dog. Ugh. It just. It can seriously impact their hearing. 
and the way that they hear because of those those repetitive ear infections. And also, you have to bear in mind that if you are trying to buy a purebred dog because of, for whatever reason, yeah. you have to understand that even though if you want those ears to stay natural mm-hmm. and look picture perfect <laughs> for natural dogs in the show ring, mm-hmm. there's still work involved. Yeah. There is a tapering procedure that needs to be done so that they have an even fold. There Sometimes they will even tape or super glue the ears to the cheeks of the puppies. Yikes. Just so that that fold will happen in just the right place and keep it even. Otherwise, you can get ears going all shades of crazy mm-hmm. and not uniform. And the reason is, a lot of the breeds that were bred to be cropped or docked, we don't know. We Breeders don't know what they what the natural fold or shape is supposed to supposed be. Supposed to be, yeah. And they are traditionally cropped, so everything looks uniform. But when they're kept natural... You can have a button ear set, like what you see with some terriers. Mm-hmm. Where you can the ear have, folds down, basically. Yeah, where half of, the, half of the ear is up and half mm-hmm. of the ear folds down. Kemper was doing that at one point. He had one ear up and he had one ear that could fold down and yeah. could alternate. And for other breeds, like um, you can have kind of more of a hound or spaniel ear set mm-hmm. where it's just flat up against the face. You can have... I've seen it in pit bulls that are kept natural. You can have one ear going sky high yeah. and one that's folded down. Mm-hmm. It It's craziness. And you have yeah. to be aware of that if you want a natural ear dog that the aesthetic that you were bought into and what made you love the breed as a nat- in the natural state mm-hmm. may not be what you get if you do nothing. Yeah. You have to do stuff to keep them looking show-ready natural. And again, the the tail docking situation is going to be a preventative measure in certain breeds, without a doubt, especially if you want to do dual-purpose work and make them do... Not make them, but have them do... Make them able to do. Yeah, able to do what they're bred to do. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, even though, like, Doberman, for example, they're not walking around with tax collectors now, which is what they were originally bred to do. Yeah. But the Doberman Club of America does do working aptitude tests. Mm-hmm. And a working aptitude test means that they still have to not back down. Mm-hmm. And some Doberman are still u- are used as police dogs. Yeah. Where, where if that dog had a natural tail which Dobermans their tail can literally go out and curl over that can be a serious liability for them mm-hmm. being a police dog where someone can just yank the tail yeah so the crop and dock debate the simplest answer to that is one just choice two do your research do your homework like we always say and three, make sure whatever your choice is, that it is being done or not done by a licensed veterinarian and not done by the breeder. Yeah. Period. This may piss people off, 
but this is just our opinion. Right. It's That's all it is. It's all it ever is. Of the raw tidbits is there are our opinions tackling issues. So kind of like um, when I mentioned Top Gear earlier, mm-hmm. my opinion is the better version is the one with James May, Jeremy Clarkson, and Richard Hammond. Uh, Matt LeBlanc, in my opinion, is a traitor. Yeah. Yes, he did go around the track and was very, very fast, faster than Tom Cruise. Uh, that doesn't make him a good show presenter. No. No. No, no, no. See, that's an opinion. Mm-hmm. See, that's my opinion on, on Top Gear. So, yeah. With that, I think we should wrap up because (laughs) I could probably spend another couple of hours explaining how a crop procedure is done and all of that and the posting and whatnot. Do you you want to save that for like another episode, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and also, there are breeds that are, we're posting, not the actual crop procedure, but posting is done to ensure that the ears... Stay upright. Hi, German Shepherds. I'm talking to you. I think it's funny as you have multiple terms that mean multiple... One term that means multiple things. There's the posting you just mentioned and Mm -hmm. discussed today. And then there's when the dog is trying to get set up, you Mm -hmm. know, to show in the ring. You said their legs are posting. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and they mean totally different things. Yeah, I know. Just an observation. That's all it really was. It's just dog show terminology that Mm -hmm. makes no fucking sense. Okay. I still don't understand it. I just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. Like, Tell your share, friends. Please. All that please, pretty please, because it Word helps. Word mouth is greatly appreciated. Now, for the usual vernacular, mm-hmm. Twitter at aboutadog1. Feel free. We don't have much in the way of followers for some reason anymore. Uh, Instagram at aboutadogpod. You can reach out to Ashley at, uh, at uh, no, us, us. Excuse me. Ashley checks the email regularly. Uh, aboutadogpod at gmail.com. Um, do not, this hasn't been a problem for me, but do not try to friend Ashley just because you listen to her on the podcast. I mean, Ashley is going to screen the heck out of you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so I've, already, I've already turned some people down. Right. Saying, so. so don't, you know, don't automatically expect that just because she's has a podcast, she's going to be your friend because she will screen you. It's a very rigorous screening process that um, Penny we, is not a part of, but you can hear her nails on the floor. Yeah, it doesn't need to be done. Um, that didn't need to be broadcasted. Uh, they'll be done shortly, actually. You're going to do that? Yeah, I am. Have fun. So, we are on Facebook. Um, yes. Facebook.com slash aboutadogpod. And we are on Patreon if you want. <laughs> Help pa- Ashley get her semen. Yes, please. <laughs> Patreon.com slash aboutadogpod. Sounds so wonderfully horrible. Help me get sperm. Not Yay! Really. But it's not mine. Again, it's not... <laughs> Help me get some Swedish and Norwegian sperm. There you, thank you. There, there we go. Dog sperm. Yes. Help the Hamilton Stover breed survive in the U.S. Ouch. With that. As always. Go hug your dog. Go hug your dog. They love you. They love you. Do your homework. Yes.